0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, All Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Another day, another coach ripping the NCAA for being a joke. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the Pac-12 purist lobbying for Oregon State and Washington State to play each other every week in the new, new Pac-12. And joining me as always is AJ, Brian Kelly has turned Baton Rouge into South Bend, Mark
1: That's That's not a compliment either.
0: Today, we'll be finishing our 2024 NFL Draft Summer Scouting Series with the SEC prospects. Let's hit it! Seven. 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 Seven
1: rounds in heaven with my baby. My Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking, looking for a Stroud, Stroud or a
0: Bryce Young,
1: who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today,
0: who's going to put ketchup on a stick,
1: who's Who's going to find a steal in the 5th, the
0: the home team,
1: team. let's go 7 rounds, let's go go 7 rounds together, together. let's go go 7 rounds rounds forever, forever. and And that's that's a song.
0: Today's episode of 7 Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Summer's End. No, not the song by American Football, but the end of summer does signify the start of American Football. It's pretty confusing. But the summer actually isn't over until September 21st to 24th, at the moment of the September equinox, AJ. That's why we can still do the SEC Summer Scouting Series show, despite the college football regular season starting. We're not lazy. Y'all just don't know when summer ends.
1: Yeah, You just got logic. Sorry.
0: So let's get to the SEC. We were reluctant to do it. We almost didn't do it because it ruined college football. Yeah
1: I, mailed, yes, I mailed, no. I, yeah, yeah, I mailed this in. Don't worry. We'll just get through this.
0: Well, these are these, the only prospects anyone's ever talking about anyway.
1: <laughs> exactly. So why do you don't even need to listen to this show? Um, how, about a, how about a bold take right off the bat, Rob.
0: The SEC will have less than 60 players drafted yeah. this year, which hasn't happened in the last five years. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I think it's a down year. It's a down year. I'll five, say it.
0: They're five, they have a five-year average of 63.8, but over those five years, the lowest number was last year with 62.
1: I'm taking the under.
0: I actually do kind of think it's a down year.
1: I do. I'm not joking. I think it's a down year. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think there's a lots of brand-name quarterbacks, but no... A clear top 100 quarterback. There's, they had the first round, first overall
1: I, pick last year? That's not I, happening.
0: I think this is by far the worst group of SEC running backs we've ever seen. Probably.
1: No first-round pick there either, like last year. Um,
0: fun wide receivers. The receivers are good. Yeah, and then, But I, I don't think it's as deep as it's been.
1: No, and one potential first-round pick.
0: Uh, we won't mention tight ends while doing this. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, okay, continue.
0: I... I think the pass rushers are down. I think the linebackers are down, and I definitely think the safeties are down. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a down. Couple great tackles. Interior group is yeah,
0: d- great. Ta- great tackles.
1: I like the interior D line group. Interior office line is deep, but not like top heavy in my opinion. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's like, I think it's a down year. Maybe not like talent wise on the field, but draft prospect wise.
0: I, I also think like when, while we we're going through it. I kind of kind of came away thinking, man, there's gonna be like a guy at each position that we're yeah. not even talking about today who emerges. That's for sure. Yeah. Is in that top <laughs> 60 conversation just because like there's no way the SEC doesn't have the talent, right? Yeah. There's, there's got to be some guy on Georgia who hasn't started yet that's going to yeah. rise. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, um, one of the tackles barely started, so yeah. Uh, no, that's for sure. That's what I was gonna hold my tongue in and save that because I'm sure there will be guys that uh, emerge
0: here. And I think I think it, it kind of does start with the quarterbacks, the brand name quarterbacks, but definitely not a clear cut top one hundred pick in this group. A mm-hmm.
1: Couple guys are draftable um, for sure, but no,
0: for sure. And I think I feel like everybody, uh, everyone's got a guy in this group that, that they probably pound the table for a little bit. Um, just because they're so they're, there's, they're all very talented. I just feel like they're all kind of missing one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Joe Milton, that's a touch. It's the ability to not throw heaters. I,
1: he agreed. And I, I I put Joe Milton as QB1 in this class. And that's I to did that. too. 6'5", not- 244,
0: <laughs> yeah. rocket launcher arm, yeah. can move. Um, left that terrible program up north. Uh, that's a plus. He's smart. Um, I, I mean, he hasn't started a whole heap of games but the times he does, it looks pretty good. the The Josh Hupel offense certainly mm-hmm. uh, lends to taking advantage of a guy with his talent. The way it did with Hendon Hooker, and I do think if Hendon Hooker can go top one hundred, mm-hmm. why couldn't Joe Milton?
1: Yeah, I think I think he clearly has the best chance to go top one hundred in this group. And um, I, th- I, I think he probably if if it, if it it's probably only him. On I mean. We'll see. I think there's a a clump of guys here. Um, Kind of similar. I think it's only him. Similar grades, but yeah, I think it's kind of only him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I, I have like six quarterbacks with very similar grades or whatever, but he's the only one who, just because of his physical tools, no one, like, he has the best arm in the class. Yeah. Like, he does. He is one of the best arms I've ever seen. Like, just in terms of pure power. And that's
1: in the 6.5 240 frame. With the ha- that can move. What's like, a good yeah. yeah, it's
0: yeah, and like obviously the accuracy is so sporadic, the footwork, of the mechanics, and um, he's coming from this scheme that does not translate to the NFL. Like Hendon Hooker shouldn't have gone as early as he did, I don't think, because the scheme is like hides things, um, but also he's six five two forty four with a rocket launcher arm. I feel like
1: some of the things that you know, like looked looked more poised week one too. You know, just settling in, having that full. You know, spring yeah, his and summer. Him. His receivers, yeah, that, that might be the issue. Um, yeah, but just, just, you know, you throw the tape, though, and, the like, you throw on the Clemson game. First of all, it looked great, I thought. Like, some some really yeah. nice, tight window, just cannon throws. Uh, but, yeah, the big takeaway is he needs to learn to throw with any touch. And it's not just touch, but also, like, not everything being a fastball. Because there's a difference between, you know, throwing a nice touch ball and just not ripping everything. It's got to come to, you know, get better there and... So like just lower body mechanics, improving more like just the way he can navigate in stuff, um, and delivering not not that it affects his arm strength or anything, but a couple of the things that he can clean up. And there's a path to him being a top one under pick, like for sure. Where I don't know, I don't know if I can say that about too many of these other guys, the, if any.
0: I I will say something else that's working against Joe Milton is just the sheer amount of talent at quarterback yeah. in this class. Yeah. Like, we're, we're recording as we watch uh, Kansas whoop up on Illinois, and I'm thinking, man, Jalen Daniels my guy. being so slept on. That's my guy. And, and I know it's your guy. And it's just because there's so many quarterbacks here. year. Um, I think a, a, after Joe Milton, it's it's the the other quarterback, with I, I would say, with the most draft type around him is Jaden Daniels. Yeah,
1: I, for me, I can kind of flip a coin between Daniels and Rattler. Kind of where I am right now, but yeah, it's definitely Jaden Daniels next. I, I don't, I don't think they're t- they're too far behind. But Daniels does less okay. thing that gets me like excited.
0: No, J- Jaden Daniels is like he moves well. He mm-hmm. does have a good arm, but I didn't. He he's not like a super aggressive passer. Yeah, um, kind of that
1: just point guard type of
0: style. Yeah, but he he's a very good runner when he wants mm-hmm. to be. But he he's also not like this. Oh, Illinois scored again. Oh, comeback coming. Um, he he, he kind of remind me of Marcus Mariota with a little that, bit like he's super athletic, but he doesn't use it <laughs> as much as you necessarily expect.
1: I think similar kind of uh, delivery to kind of and build. He kind of yeah, not the lean build. Mm-hmm. And again, Mariota. I mean, you could say a lot about him. but he's been a fine backup for a few years in the league. And I think yeah, I think no, I, I think Jane Daniels can become that too.
0: Yeah, and I think Jaden Daniels uh, is less boomer bust than Spencer Rattler. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Like higher higher floor. Jaden Daniels might have the highest floor of the group. Yes, he does. I just I just don't like see him as anything more than maybe like a fifth round guy.
1: Yeah, like like a, maybe like a Tyler Huntley type of career. Yeah, I think like fifth sixth round on him too. Um, you know, Milton can can reach above that. And I kind of have a similar grade on Spencer Rattler who's my QB3 here, but with him, it's you know the tools are there. It's just he's got to put it together. And when it when it is when it's when it's on, it, it looks good. I mean, like we we saw remember the, the old hype videos coming out of Oklahoma camp, the no look throws and whatnot. Um, hey, you, you throw on the live games, and he still got that flick of the wrist ability to push the ball downfield. The arm is super impressive. Um, it's just you know the the decision making. Um, sometimes he trusts that arm too much I think it's mechanically just super inconsistent
0: it Just breaks down under pressure at yeah. times but, Although he he looked a lot yeah. better against North Carolina Given the amount of pressure <laughs> he's facing
1: Exactly, yeah, it was what, 30 for 39 And how many times did he get sacked? 8 or something like
0: that so. uh, was, I think him and Drake may sacked 9 he, times he, each <laughs> yeah.
1: So I think that's a very promising start Very promising start Um, to, to the year And uh, yeah I think those are the top three dudes, kind of clearly in this group, though, and yeah.
0: I, I think after that, you've got like Devin Leary, who, if he returns to two years ago at NC State for him, now he's at Kentucky. Yeah, it's like a solid rhythm passer, like good footwork, good mechanics. Not gonna blow you away as an athlete. has has enough arm. Um, he's okay. Yeah, uh, nothing
1: gets me excited with Leary, honestly.
0: No. I enjoy KJ Jefferson so 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 much because he's six three 2, two. He's listed at six three two forty seven. He's this year. massive. He has a a huge arm. He's a very great, good, great runner, uh, physical runner. Uh, his mechanics are just like in like bizarre. Yeah, and, and his footwork's all over the place. And he he he's got the Joe Milton thing where he like only throws rocket yeah. balls. But he's so fun. Like KJ T- Jefferson could step into the XFL and be MVP. Oh, definitely. I, I, I agree,
1: but I also think that's a guy you draft. You know, I think that's a seventh round pick. He
0: he. both well, again, working against him is the talentless quarterback. Yeah, because yeah. I think he'd be like he'd be a guy people would be hitching their wagon to a little bit, being like, well, he's got the physical tools. Mm-hmm. Like, let's develop him. He's he's a three year starter in the SEC with major production, but it's just. There's so many quarterbacks. It's hard. It's hard, and yeah, I think he technically has one more year of eligibility. I would love for him to go back,
1: but I think even if you're, you know, quarterback is the first thought. But I think you're even getting an NFL athlete at that H-back. size. Yeah, exactly. Guy, like you said, legit runner. Like very good when he pulls it. And, um, yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna dra- I'd draft. I draft KJ Jefferson. That's that's a fact.
0: Oh, Rick, he should be a Taysom Hill.
1: Oh yeah. I like he's built for it. But I, I give Are him a look ca- at quarterback first. I give him a look. I'm not not pigeonholing oh. him.
0: No, 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 no. I would love like a smart creative offensive mind to get a hold of him and get him to the game a little bit. Um beyond that, like Will Rogers running the air rated Mississippi State, Jackson Dart at Ole Miss, Carson Beck who's taken over at Georgia, kinda get, you don't really know yet. Beck's the one to watch, I guess, in
1: that in that group. Um I wasn't paying full attention to that game week one. Didn't didn't impress too much. I didn't go back and rewatch or anything, so I don't know. We'll see we'll see you back. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like it's a good it's not that exciting of a group, honestly.
0: no, there's like again, a lot of multi year starters, lots of names you know, but nobody yeah. who's really put it all together in terms of production, physical tools and the not just having a rocket launcher mm-hmm. <laughs> aspect of playing quarterback. Um, I would say that the running backs are similarly underwhelming, um, but even less brand names. Like very yeah. few returning starters. Uh, my number one guy is one of the rare returning starters who I think has the best combination of upside and uh, production. And that's Rocket Safety. Yeah, I think it's clearly
1: uh, Raheem Sanders. I I don't know how big of a Raheem Sanders fan I am. I I don't know where people are on him. I think he's more like a fourth or fifth round pick.
0: Yeah, that's where.
1: I'm. But you know, at that six two two thirty ish, like that that he's size. So big.
0: They list him at two forty
1: two. Yeah, that's ridiculous. All right.
0: Which he doesn't look like that at all. No, he though. doesn't. He, he doesn't. carries it really well if he's that big. But him and KJ Jefferson both being <laughs> over two forty is the best.
1: It's amazing. Yeah, like that's 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 a hog backfield, baby. I love it. Um, but yeah, like and combine that, like, you know, twenty eight catches last year. That's really good for a man his size. And like you see the some some really natural hands there. And that, that's how he's moving. It, like the burst isn't great, but the top end speed is there. Um, you know runs hard some contact balance some pretty good contact balance um
0: his pads well too for a bigger back for a taller back yeah
1: yeah um some nice cuts good
0: like he he would i think just be a really yeah let's say you're taking him in the fifth round to complement uh maybe a smaller back Mm -hmm. like just getting adding a hammer to your backfield that can actually catch the ball, like you mm-hmm. said. I think that's a really important aspect of his game. Because a lot of the time when you find these big, more powerful backs, that's not something they do. Yeah. And like not, not that he's a world beater at it, but he's competent.
1: Yeah, he's solid. He's very solid. I think you, you happily take it. Um, yeah, I, I, he's a lot of fun. Um, I think the only guy in this group that has even a shot at going top 100, though, and I, I don't really see that. Which is crazy to say for for the SEC yeah. running back group.
0: No, I I agree with you. Um, my next guy is can I kind of got a group after yeah. Rocket, but my next guy is George's Kendall Milton, who six one two twenty. I just like the the combo in a day 3 guy. Yeah. Uh, I like the combo of contact balance and in short area quickness. Like he, he has some um, jump cut ability to him really well He's built. Big yeah. yeah, like he looks like an NFL running back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not like banging the table for him.
1: Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of like Guys that you bring in that like look like they can be competent RB twos or threes. Yeah, and that's
0: I, I feel I feel that way about Alabama's running back, Jace McClellan. Yeah, as
1: well. yeah, I like he. It was kind of like Yeldon vibes, kind of right. Like, kind of like five ten, two oh seven, like kind of long legged, good burst, but like nothing special about Jace McClellan. I feel like no. and I feel like it's a big group in the fifth, sixth round type of backs. Um, him, like I said, Milton. You know, you know, Ulysses Bentley's my guy. Like the, the even the LSU backs are kind of like that style, you know. And, and but I, I do kind of like um, the Mississippi State running back, uh, Jacquevious Marks, who is kind of like the kind of interesting 5'9", 204 Kind of got got some good bursts, more twitchy of a runner. Got some got some runs pretty hard for for a guy. Yeah, this he size runs. Too. I
0: thought that was my biggest takeaway. He Runs really hard. Yeah, I think
1: in this group, he's kind of the guy that I'm. Maybe can can take a step here,
0: and very uh, obviously very experienced as a pass mm-hmm. catcher in the area. Really. Mm-hmm. Eleven catches I think last year against Arkansas,
1: so so sort of doing that plenty. Yeah, I think that's a guy that can potentially take a take a leap here. Um,
0: those those are my top four guys. I've uh, Ole misses Ulysses Bentley too, mm-hmm. yeah, up there. I don't know, I think Ray Davis at Kentucky's interesting, Vanderbilt transfer, but yeah, just like, knowing you're like, very confident to go on top 100, which is so bizarre, which makes me think there's going to be somebody who emerges.
1: Probably, yeah, probably, um, I mean, I still, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's fun though, just to have an Arkansas back as the best in the SEC, it just, it just feels right in my heart, so.
0: Yeah, I might, you know what, I'm just going to move KJ to be my SEC one <laughs> so I can see the Hogs got them both. I
1: respect the hell out of that.
0: Uh, I think as we move to receiver here, not, maybe not like...
1: We the hate that SEC, They eh? like were so...
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happening. Like, it's not, this group's not as good as the Big Ten or Big the Big Ten's
1: better. Yeah.
0: Or the Pac-12. Or the, or the Sun Belt. Um... <laughs> I think there's a clear wide receiver one, and then like seven guys who are yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Uh, the clear wide receiver one, this sees Malik Neighbors of LSU. Um, who? I don't have like a surefire first round grade on or anything. Me neither. I think he, yeah, like he is he has really good ball skills. I thought he was a uh, a very um, what's a what's a good word for this. A very developed route runner. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great body control, and you see that kind of in these 50-50 ball situations. But, but like, not, like, the twitchiest athlete. Not the, the best like, a fine yak creator, but not, like, not, like, a super explosive play guy. Like, more of a chain mover was kind of my takeaway. Yeah,
1: he's got, like, he's got that, like, you know, he's good, good coming off the line, like you said, good repertoire there. <clears throat> he's got some acceleration off the line. He's got some ability to stack. I do think he has a good feel for the vertical routes, but he's not this yeah. massive dynamic playmaker. Um, yeah. But he's got some of the chops there. I just, yeah, like,
0: yeah. he he... He's technically sound. He's a he's mm-hmm. a technician. He's more of a Jarvis Landry than he is Odell Beckham.
1: Yeah, and it's got some like inside outside capability too. Yeah, um, I, I like him. I like him a lot. I think he's more of a day two receiver. I, I'm not sure. On yeah, that. yeah, <clears throat> I'm with you. But yeah, like the technician, I love like he he keeps going to that like little Olay move on the comeback routes and just letting kind of the offhand go on to the uh, onto the corners back and just whoop, and swinging it back, very effective. Was was getting Kool Aid quite a few times with that move. Um, I like that. The hands are good, good enough, a couple drops, but nothing. Just like, yeah, kind of like, I think you know what you're going to get with neighbors.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> but I don't think you're getting this, you know, dynamic wide receiver one, but, but potentially be a really good wide receiver too.
0: Especially when you compare him to the other top receivers in this class. It's like, don't yeah. You can't even include Marvin Harrison, but like Keon Coleman, J. Michael Sturdivant, Roma Dude, Dunze. Yeah. yeah, like these guys, or even Xavier Worthy with his big, like, big playability. Like... There's just so much athleticism, and he's more of that technician. And you saw it Um,
1: on the field Sunday with, like, Coleman and Neighbors together, right? And I think you can see that difference between what looks like a round one type of receiver and a guy that's really good but going on day two.
0: And I I think it's funny because I think over the summer, Malik Neighbors was a lot of people's wide receiver two, and I, I ultimately, like, I think Keon Coleman's... Gonna mm-hmm. end up the clear wide receiver two in this class, mm-hmm.
1: and like I think Neighbors probably gets jumped by a Dunze instead of event. But like, still like like again, second round pick in my mind right now, and that's that's a good yeah grade. high
0: floor, high floor dude yeah yeah. Um, after him, it gets a little cloudy.
1: Yeah, I don't have any other like clear um day two type Top of guys. Him. No, yeah.
0: no, I I'll bang the table for a guy who I don't think is there, but. If I were to pick one of these, these guys, I, know, who I, I think who it can is. Realize. Is it Bloodlines? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Moose Muhammad III. Yeah. Because uh, my my belief is if you have a family member in the NFL, you're probably good. <laughs> Welcome to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, <laughs> Especially when your dad is, like,
1: yeah. criminally underrated
0: nowadays. Yeah. Moose Muhammad III at Texas A&M, who's... Playing a lot in the slot, like a, a kind of a bigger slot at six one two oh five, Really good ball skills. Yeah. Um, fantastic body control. Not like a blazer or anything. I, I, I didn't think he was creating a ton of separation. But smooth but, mover. But yeah, I'm, uh, and, and like I, not running like a big route tree or anything, but I think potential to develop mm-hmm. as a route runner. Um, blocks well like his dad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he just kept kind of in sh- poor throw turning yeah. poor throws into first downs yeah. against LSU yeah and Watch um, that game too yeah yeah and like kind of fearless through contact and <clears throat> I'm with you I
1: think he's like in this next group um, firmly in there and I think he's got the best chance to jump obviously just going to his junior year um but yeah he's got a lot of lot of tools there I think you hit it like I love that the hands the concentration ability the body control. Um, and then, like, just... I found him, like, a loose... Like, a pretty loose body for, for a guy that size. Loose mover. And pretty smooth. Yeah. Like you said, not the most explosive dude. But, yeah, I could see the path to him to, to being a top 100 type of receiver.
0: Yeah, and the, the the other guy I think I would say is in that conversation around... Brew McQuiet. Oh, me Tennessee too. Just because he's yeah. 6'3", 220 and explosive. Yeah,
1: yeah. Really well built, like you just said. Uh, physical dude. Explosive dude. I strong hands, get the ball in his hands and he's, he's physical after the catch. Yeah. You know, has the chance now to be the to be the top dog in Tennessee and um, it's gonna be really he could he could pop off. I right now I think he's like in that fourth round range, but definitely yeah, potential to chomp.
0: Yeah. Juice Wells at South Carolina's really well rounded player. I actually watching him is like kind of Van Jefferson to me. Like does everything pretty well. Nothing fantastic. Yeah. Um he he missed their opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anias Smith at Texas A&M will never give up on him. He's Curtis Samuel. we have been, been
1: talking about him for so long. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Same with Sherman. Go ahead. Burton? Yeah. I was going to say
0: Burton had Alabama.
1: <laughs> yeah, they had to touch that week one. I don't know. Burton's, okay. Burton's clearly draftable. Um, I'm really excited to see what Zachari Franklin does at Ole Miss.
0: Well, uh, so do you know what's up with him?
1: No, what's up with him?
0: So he didn't play week one, and no one's sure when he'll play because he's dealing with a knee thing mm. and eligibility issues. Uh,
1: not great there.
0: And with him out, uh, their other transfer from Louisiana Tech, Trey Harris, went off. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had three touchdowns. It was Mercer, but still. And uh, I'm 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 kind of excited about Trey mm-hmm. Harris. Six two two oh five, violent after the catch, violence at the catch point. Um, kind Of a ball-winning x type of guy, I think he's pretty interesting,
1: yeah. I, I again, sorry, just to be clear though, my next group after um, neighbors was kind of moose, juice, and brew, <laughs> like that. That's, me too.
0: that's well said, <laughs> me too, though. yeah. Like,
1: I think that's a clear group, and then there's a bunch of like the guys would name me off interesting dudes. Uh, uh I don't know how do many mo- people. Of... Oh, okay, please. The... Oh,
0: I was gonna say, what do you think about Lab McConkie? <laughs>
1: I think Lab McConkey <clears throat> is uh, going to get drafted and uh, stick because he's Lab McConkie.
0: But d- there's, like, hype for Lab McConkie.
1: Yeah, I think he's good. I think he's good. I think he's more fifth, he's sixth fine, yeah. round yeah, range. Okay,
0: yeah, I have a sixth round range. Yeah,
1: I, I, me too. Um, but I can see jumping up to the fifth kind of. Like, good route runner. Uh, like, not the most explosive guy. Obviously, he's been super That's productive much. there. You know what my concern is? Some bad drops, though. That's kind of my... Yeah! <clears throat> that was kind of my thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting.
1: Some, of, like, weird concentration ones. Yeah, I, again, I think he's firmly in that range. Um, good receiver, but, yeah, nothing nothing special. I felt like a lot of his bigger plays were more, like, just really well-designed plays. <laughs> and uh, less than him, like, just, you know putting some nasty route on someone or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure how I feel about Ricky Persall at, at Florida. I, I like him, but I, I don't. I think he's kind of in this range as well. Um, I don't know. They
0: utilize him a lot.
1: They do. They he do. like their whole offense now. Pretty much. And um, against Utah, it was the same way, yeah.
0: Yeah, he struggles with drops too, but he's he's a fun, like, he can create after the catch. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Um, you know who I'm interested in uh, is uh, Isaac Tes- Tesla at Arkansas, who is a 215 hundred and fifteen-pound Hillsdale College transfer, where he had thirteen hundred yards last year. And Arkansas's just size queens, baby.
1: <laughs> I wish he was two forty though. Then I'd be all in. <laughs> um, Me too. Yeah, that I love. I love the Arkansas offense. Where it's just the biggest boys you can imagine. Ah. Oh.
0: Great. Uh, and then there's uh, Dominic Lovett at Georgia transfer, uh, Vanderbilt's Will Shepard. There's a there's a couple guys who could rise.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's um, talk about the real real wide receiver one in this cl- uh, conference though.
0: Rivaldo Fairweather <laughs> at Auburn. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh,
1: yeah, Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers. Uh, yeah, Brock Bowers is very Morris, very good. To say. Yeah. Um. Okay, just give me like just rip him. just just poke the holes, baby. Go.
0: Uh he's not as heavy. I feel like that's what like people have pointed. They're like well, he's only 230 pounds. He's not
1: prototype size. You're right, Rob. Good good knock.
0: It's <laughs> like okay, well, he's the most fluid Titan I've ever seen. Um, yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. So he's he's also like not old. He'll uh, which uh, is sometimes my knock is a guy's 23 he'll be a 21 year old rookie who turns 22 yeah fantastic ball skills insane fluidity uh like which shows up as a route runner it also shows up as an open field ball carrier he's also just violent after the catch he's ridiculous body control he high points really well um he blocks a lot better than i thought he was gonna block yeah he's he's a high effort blocker despite being 230 um He's uh, he's George Kittle ish,
1: ish. Yeah, definitely. Like
0: uh, not quite that blocker. Anything, not the blocker, but, like the yak.
1: The yak and uh, more fluid than Kittle, right? Like that's not crazy Shane to Cher? say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, totally. I think I think with the the blocking, like really solid, physical, really high effort, can do some good work on the move. Like <clears throat> you aren't drafting Brock Powers to block, but you're fucking right. happy with how well he can block.
0: Yeah, we've seen. First round tight ends be so much worse at blocking than Robert Bowers is.
1: Yeah, I think you're you're totally happy, but yeah, you hit it like just the the fluidity that like he you can he's just a top tier athlete. Like he's just one of the best he's one of the best athletes on the field, any field he steps on. And then you get the ball in his hands, and it's just nuts. You know, like the the physicality, the power, the contact balance. Uh, It seems like he gains a step on the balls in his hand it's kind of ridiculous and you know you can just get him the ball you know behind line of scrimmage and it feels like he'll pick up a first down like off a little pop pass you know it's ridiculous and then yeah red zone weapon you know high point contested catch check 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 um again i think the knock is he's only 230 but it it has not affected him one bit um in in the sec starting immediately as a freshman on a back-to-back national championship team. Um, <laughs> that's that's about it.
0: Yeah, the question is, how high will he go, really, right?
1: Yeah, and I've seen, I think, looking at more recent mocks, it's like, oh, Brock Bauer is going 18th and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't
0: know,
1: I don't know about that. I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, I don't think he'll end up outside of the top ten.
1: I, I don't think so either. I don't know, man. Like, some team is going to, st- you know, some team has been watching him for years, and they're like, yeah, let's get that on our team. I've been waiting for t- three years to get him. And I'm just going to open my offense up with him, you know, and, yeah.
0: Uh, Miami Dolphins. Um, that'd be a lot of fun. But beyond him, lots of transfers. Yeah. Uh, like every other tight end, I think <laughs> I've got written down to transfer. Um, I think Rivaldo Fairweather out of Auburn is really interesting. Yeah. You know, from FIU, just, like, re- we, we talked about him, like, probably the last two years. Yeah, um, that's our guy. <laughs> big, big, super athletic. Let's see how... Hugh Freeze uses him. Um, McAlan Castles. Love him, too. (laughs) From UC Davis. Uh, A guy I couldn't find anything tape-wise on, but Memphis transferred to Ole Miss, Caden Prescorn, who... I, I know Has some buzz So uh, that's a guy to watch I had to
1: watch and, Just some maybe. highlights on him <laughs>
0: so, L- L- Lane knows how to Utilize those tips They that do dudes.
1: They do Kind of like Big frame Clean hands I, I wasn't wowed By the athleticism Just off the couple Highlights I saw Older prospect too
0: But yeah um, Both the South Carolina and Joshua Simon And Trey Knox And Joshua Simon Is a guy Who kept popping On the Western Kentucky Tape uh, Last year mm-hmm. And they didn't utilize either of them very much in that opener, even with Juice Wells out. Um, but I think Simon's a little more interesting than Trey Knox, who who comes over from Arkansas. But they're both kind of those, you almost want to call them jumbo receivers. Yeah. Like, but uh, yeah, like I think both interesting. And then Alabama picked up CJ Dupree, Dupree from Maryland, who I don't know Alabama tight end that generally you're always gonna play, so. have to, yeah like um,
1: Cameron Lotu got overdrafted. Exactly. Um. <laughs> yeah, and the Niners had to put him
0: on IR because yeah,
1: they they, they were going to cut him otherwise. It was so, I saw so much like weird summer hype for him too, but it was like I felt like it was fake. Anyways, offensive tackles, couple studs here, Rob.
0: Yeah, I think this is where like this is where the SEC is making its money. Are we are we is back to a, like
1: the old fashioned like twenty two thousand and eight SEC? Is that where we're going? I like it.
0: I hope so. I hope so too. Hope so. Uh. So I, I think the question is which tackle do you have which right tackle <laughs> yeah. do you have number one, uh, Georgia's Amarius Mims or Alabama's J C Latham because I think both are trending towards being top twelve picks
1: yeah um, agreed I I'm not there yet on either of them um, to be clear um, big fan of both of them though I I am gonna go with the upside of Mims though over over Latham. Okay.
0: I like it. I went with Latham. Okay, uh, they are they're my number two and three tackle in the in the draft. Me, yeah, me, Olu, though. Me
1: too. Uh, me
0: too. Um, J-, J C Latham gets the bump for looking like War Turtle. Cause he's so, <laughs> he's so 6'6", 360, but like pure muscle. I don't understand it. Yeah. You... Um. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll talk Latham, then I'll throw it to you for Mims. Okay. Uh, Latham, what really stood out with for me, was the fact that I looked at him and I was like, he's just going to maul people, but he was like, mm-hmm. r- his footwork's really good. His kick steps insane. Yeah, uh, He's really good in pass protection. Like, he mirrors so well. He's super athletic. Um, his, hand, his hand placement's kind of the thing you ding him on there. Big time. But like, yeah. pl- play, plays with good balance and bend despite being six 6'6". And like I said, great foot speed for his size. Anchor's down well. In the run game, um... I'd like him to climb to the second level and, and make an impact there a little bit more consistently because he has the athleticism to do it yeah and, and he's a powerful guy and, and when he gets on you he, he sustains his blocks but like not not doing it maybe as much in the run game as you'd expected at a guy that big. Um, but man, like just yeah, the the athleticism and what he's already doing technique wise in pass pro, outside of the hands, yeah, I think just so much upside. Between.
1: Yeah, f- freaky, you know, ability with his feet in pass pro, like just just so patient, so quiet, he's so damn smooth in his set, and he's got such a big, thick lower half on him too, good length too. Um, yeah, I think I think the big thing in pass pro is just the hand placement, but I think that'll come, you know. Um, Double digit penalties last year is a worry, um, but in the run, it's just like I. It almost feels like you're watching a different player, I feel like. Because at that size with that athleticism in the pat and pass pro, I it feel like he's just like kind of like a like not as good as an athlete in the run game. I just feel like he's kind of a bit on balance and kind of playing too out yeah. front, getting caught off balance there. Like you said, working on the second level, he doesn't really find a block. Um, but yeah, just like I think in the pass pro, like you know, he's gonna get he's gonna be a top fifteen pick just from his ability in pass protection. And then, you know, the hand placement gets better. Uh, resetting his hands against, you know, both just in general and just working on counters against counters. That'll shoot him up. You know, that'll shoot him up big time. Um, I'll pound for Mims, though, baby. (laughs) Two starts coming into last week uh, for Georgia. He's 6'7", 330. He's got a great frame on him. He's stretched out, but he's built. He's beefy, baby. He's super long, and he's just... Uh, a really, really, really good athlete for that size, too. You know, you see him using that at length. He's got good grip strength, the ability to, you know, just extend his arms, power, moving guys that way. Makes it look really easy, too. It's just like he, he'll lock you out and kind of close it up, both in the run and in the pass. Uh, another guy just really, like, especially for a guy hasn't started a lot of games, super smooth in his set, super light feet. Um, I think more power to him than Latham. Um... It, yep. It's just you know, kind of like just seeing it. Like he's, he's got the he's still green around the gills there. You know the eyes can kind of get him out of position. He's still learning it. You know, like uh, like I think he plays a little high naturally because he's six foot yep. seven. Those are two big ones, and I kind of want to just see him get nastier. And I know we talked about that with a couple of guys last week, but I just want to see him get play with a, a bit more of an edge. Maybe that just will come as he he keeps he, getting more confident.
0: He sustains blocks well, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, he he doesn't necessarily finish. Finish at yeah. times. Um, I think it's funny cuz him and Latham are both just so big and so athletic, but yeah. like Latham I thought was so much smoother in pass protection mm-hmm. and so much so much more powerful in the run game. Um, but yeah, both kind of top 12 guys. Uh, I also think it's funny because if you remember last year summer scouting Fushan, who had only started that Arkansas bowl game. Yeah. And we were talking about, man, this guy's really good based off that one game. And it's kind of feels similar with Mims. Like he, he hasn't started a ton, but it's not hard to see. Like, he's just that talented. It's not hard to see that this guy could be a top 10 pick. Yeah. This offensive tackle class is shaping up really well. Eh?
1: It is. It definitely is. And like kind of different flavors, but like everyone's damn good. It's, it's, it's nice.
0: I think there's a big drop off after (laughs) those two, obviously. Yeah, there's a massive drop Um, off. I think uh, my next guy is Javon Foster of Missouri. Me too. I I I think just good feet for a big uh, left tackle. Yeah, quite well in the run game, zone tackle. Um, But like
1: more of a mid-day three type of guy.
0: Yeah, Uh, Marcus Cox, who's coming. Who's at Kentucky? Coming from Northern Illinois, I kind of liked him. John Campbell going from Miami to Tennessee. A uh, couple, a couple like day three guys who could rise. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. But we but got the yeah. the two headliners there, big time. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, interior, it's not as cl- like I, I thought. There was a lot of very more depth than yeah, high end talent.
1: I totally agree. No one like <laughs> I, no top one hundred grades for me on the inside here. Um, nope but i i came back to oh go ahead sorry
0: i was just going to say but like with m- m- a high day 3 for me
1: yeah yeah I, I i a couple for me i do i did come back to Cedric Van Pran is my top guy here
0: he just feels safe
1: he just feels so safe i feel like he's, he's i think he's the most underrated player in college football um which it's, it's, it's which is weird. crazy <laughs> it is it's weird it is
0: weird because i swear last year we're all like by the end of the georgia season's like oh man like this guy's one of the best interior office line or one of the best centers, and then he, he went back. It's like, oh, he's going to rise. And then, like, now he's just like, kind of not getting the, nearly as much attention Yeah. you expect for a, so, a third year starting Georgia center. Some
1: rando can start two games and get called a top 10 pick, uh, you know, t- two spots on the right. Not fair. <clears throat> no, I, just, I agree. Just he's so safe. He's just super solid. He's really well built at 6'4, 315. Uh, Nothing he like. Nothing he does too poorly. Like, he just got good pop in his hands. Go ahead, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. He plays with great pad level and hand yeah. placement. Yeah,
1: I think the only time he really loses is when he loses his leverage, which happens sometimes, but not too often. Uh, some quicks can kind of get him too, but good enough athlete. I think a solid athlete. Really solid in pass, Saw him, like, saw, like nose up one-on-one. I think Zach Pickens last year, uh, South Carolina. Pickens got him maybe once, but that's a tough ask. <laughs> Nose-to-nose, n- yeah. to nose, right? And that, that's impressive for Van cut. I think he handled business most of that game. To me, I like. I don't see a way Van Prandek isn't finishing the season in my top 100.
0: He, he's going to end up going, like, fourth round, but then be, like, the the week eight as yeah. a rookie, their starter or someone's starter, and then start forever. It's a classic, like, Draft centers who are multi-year starters at big programs, that had like clearly had the high IQ. Yeah, it's just safe bets. It's safe
1: bets, especially like when you can get them outside of the top one hundred. It's like free money.
0: Yeah, um, I, I I thought he was. I'm with you. He's the best and safest. Um, I like the guy playing next Me to too. him a little bit too as a riser potentially. Tate Ratledge, uh, the right guard at Georgia, six six three ten um has a big, mullet where
1: 69 it, it, all, it all fits together <laughs>
0: yeah he, he's he's our next ben cleveland i um, know that's what kind
1: of scared me off a little bit i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna lie but yeah um
0: uh he's a he's a big time finisher he stings, yeah. blocks the run game really well um pass pros kind of where you get him like he, he's a little off balance a little plays a little high yeah um but, yeah, big physical run
1: Really well built. Like so got all the power there. You see him tossing dudes. Okay athlete. Um, I think for a for taller guard, too, plays with decent leverage. That's a guy that can definitely rise. Like I wouldn't be shocked if he's the first office, interior offensive lineman drafted out of this uh, SEC.
0: Yeah, I, I, I right now it's his him or it's Miles Frazier at LSU. Just because Miles Frazier is 6'6", 335, mm-hmm. and a good athlete. Uh, I like him him a lot i like his potential a lot and he's gotten better every year he's an fiu transfer yeah um but right now the thing that holds me back a little bit with him is just the technique stuff like he 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 can his feet he can get high he can get narrow and you can kind of struggle to anchor or 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 give up the inside and and then on top of that the hand placement's a little shaky and like he'll shoot his hands wide and kind of bear hug you at times mm-hmm. but he's also huge mean and athletic mm-hmm. and climbs really well to the second level uh he's a he's a he's i thought he was really fun and just dripping with potential
1: yeah definitely i i, I threw on the the you know week one game for for him and the you know his, his teammates and kind of like all three kind of struggled a bit right against florida state and but yeah i think he's the top of the of the group i think all three are probably probably going to get a good look to get drafted um but, yeah, I think Frazier's got the best potential. I think he's kind of in a group of his own here, like, fifth-ish for me right now. Round, that is. Uh,
0: what What's your thoughts on Laden Robinson, who was yeah. touted as a top, as the top guard last year at this time?
1: I yeah, um, I don't see that, but I still see a very solid prospect. Like, 6'3", 321, well-built, uh, good enough athlete. <clears throat> I just feel like he hasn't developed. I don't know. Kind of like... <clears throat> Doesn't play calm to me. Kind of just, it's a little sporadic in his set, a little sporadic kind of coming off the line and stuff. Um, But uh, good enough. (laughs) Just, I think he's kind of like just a midday three type of dude.
0: Yeah, he, uh, I I think, mean, powerful Mm -hmm. run blocker who just, he doesn't reach that, doesn't have like great athleticism. Yeah, doesn't reach that second level all that well. I like the way you, how did you just describe him? the, he he's like kind of jumpy I don't know, from step yeah. yeah like he he he's not playing calm balanced yeah,
1: football yeah You seem like of, like setting into the tackle and stuff it's like it's kind of just weird, some weird stuff i watched the yeah. bama game and you could kind of feel his getting to him a little bit <clears throat> i i kind of i liked his uh, running mate Bryce foster a bit too i think he's kind of interesting kind of in the same idea he, yeah. he
0: he's like a i think he was a big rec- the top center recruit in his class. Yeah, um, he just started a lot of games.
1: Yeah, he he got hurt last year, missed a lot of the season. But 6'4", 325 has got that like he's big, but he's got that like center roundness too, which is always fun. Um In pass pro, I feel like it's kind of still coming along a lot. Like kind of plays on his heels too much. Struggles versus quickness. I think he's just feet's got to get more quiet. But like going going in the run game, it just got some more like juice to him, a little bit more jump. Uh, solid pop in his hands. And like you said, you, you throw that into a big frame. He's kind of interesting. I got him like in that kind of same fifth, sixth round range right now.
0: Interesting guy, though. Uh, anybody else you like?
1: I think the LSU guys have good chances, both Charles Turner and Garrett Dellinger, to, to go late. Um, Xavier Truss at George is a big boy. Uh, it's fun, the left card. Not bad. It could, probably has a similar kind of path there. Yeah. Um, and Seth McLaughlin at uh, Bama became the starting center halfway through the season? Uh, interesting potential riser there too.
0: Uh, jumping to the interior defensive line now. I love McKinley Jackson. I knew you would. I knew you would. He's he is my favorite <laughs> interior defensive lineman in the class. He is six two three twenty five. He is like a what you I guess you call him like a don't tackle one tech, but like yeah. I don't want to like box him into that. Because he, he can moves do so much, he
1: moves way better than that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he's not like the classic just spaceyer, but like he can he, do that. He eats but the space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he can like he can push the pocket too with his power. Mm-hmm. He's got really heavy, violent hands. Um, he plays fantastic pad level. He's only six uh, Natural he, leverage, he can, baby. Yeah, he he can hold it down and just absorb blocks, keep people clean. But man, like. He works to make plays in the run game. You'll see him beat blocks, club swim, force a running back to to the other side for a TFL. Like he's not making the play, but he's setting up the play to happen that way. And so Chris, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I just I, I, like I think he could be a first round.
1: pick. Yeah, especially in today's NFL, like that's just the exact type of interior guy you need, right? Mm-hmm. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, though. Hasn't played too much football, like or just too much at at a And M yet. But yeah, like, you know what I love too, just to throw it in. six one six two. So, the more of a squatty, is you know, he's got that 320 frame on him, but good length for a guy his size. Um, I think that was a nice takeaway, too. Yeah, I think that's, I think he's kind of just a seat. Like, at worst, I think you're getting a very good run defender. And uh, in the league right now, when everyone's spreading it out, but still run up the pipe, like, you need that type of dude.
0: Two time captain, too.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,. um. Then,
0: so he's like the super high, I think, super high floor player. Yes. And then there's Mason Smith at LSU, who's like the absurdly like top top ten talent type of ceiling. Yeah. But he missed his entire sophomore year, pretty much, after uh, tearing his think, ACL against Florida State. I think he played
1: like eight stars or, or something like that.
0: Yeah, and then uh, was suspended for the Florida State game this year. This year. So you're basing off his his he was a five star recruit. You're basing off his freshman tape where he played a lot, six six three fifteen. You can see why he was a five star. Super twitchy, yeah. Explosive first step, uh, can create power as a pass rusher that way. Can shoot gaps, uh, to make big time plays in the backfield. Can also hold it down like not, not bad at sinking his his hips and kind of anchoring down to swiping six six. He's just like he he's he's you he's. You're, he's you're watching, like, a 19-year-old mm-hmm. at, on the freshman tape, right? So it's just like, I need to see what he looks like now. I have a third-round grade based off his true freshman tape, though, and that's pretty good.
1: That is extremely good, and that's a guy that, like, can clearly jump into a first-round type of dude. And, like, yeah, the traits are freaky. Uh, yeah, it's just, you know what's <laughs> This is maybe a big compliment. It, it, he looks like he should have went to Georgia or Alabama. He, he's got that massive traits, you know, type of vibe to him where it's like, oh, this is the next Bama or Georgia IDL, but he's at LSU and, uh, Hey, his running mates pretty damn good too. Um, but yeah, he's very good. And like, yeah, I think, I think that's a guy like, s- say somehow he doesn't, even, you know, say he doesn't play it another snap for whatever reason he's going to, obviously. Yeah. I still think you roll the dice in the top 100 though with the, with those traits. Yeah, for
0: sure. Um, Another, goal, going back to the nose tackle mm-hmm. room where we're talking high floor guy, George's Nasir Sackhouse is, like, I don't think you're getting super excited about him uh, as, like, a first-round guy. I think more yeah. like, a third-round guy if you're looking for some run support because, man, he, he's fantastic at holding the point. He's 6'3", 320. Um, not adding too, too much on pass rush. Although M- more than I thought, hand, honestly. His hands are pretty good. Yeah. And he can he can generate power. He's just not like a super great athlete. Yeah. Um. So like I think he, he's a guy where it's like not ideal if he's in there on passing downs, but it's not the end of the world. But but like man, he can just if you're playing him like I don't know, thirty five percent of the snaps or whatever. As a run-defending nose tackle, like, he's he's making his money in that way.
1: That's another guy where, like, he makes the play that lets someone else make the play type of style. Yeah,
0: that's
1: a good, yeah. Kind of, like to see him be a little bit more consistent finishing and stuff. But, yeah, just, like, you, you know what you're getting in Stackhouse, and uh, if you need it, <laughs> you're, you're happy, you know what I mean? Like, a very good player. I, I think he's got a little bit more pass rush than he, than you, than you, I don't know, maybe give him credit for. But, yeah, you're definitely drafting him for just being a run-stopping stud.
0: Um, And then, Makai Wingo, the, these are my top four guys. Makai yeah. Wingo at LSU, Missouri transfer, who I thought looked really good in the Florida State game. That's awesome. Times. Unblockable in the first uh, half. Yeah, like, not the biggest guy. 6'1", 295, but he, I swear he's bigger than that. He looks bigger than um, that, yeah. But he's he's got, like, this the, the versatility to be a three, like, a penetrating 3 tech if you want it, but he can kind of, like, he plays with such great pad level, and he's, he's got power at the point that like, he can hold it down as a one-tack. Uh, just like absorbing space too, if you need him to, um, I I want to see him kind of unlock his hands a little bit more in mm-hmm. pass rush, but like super solid. I think end up de- their third round type of guy. Yeah,
1: I, I think like borderline top one hundred right now, but I see an easy path yeah. too. And yeah, I think I've, I think the hands kind of look better this past Sunday, right? I yeah, think.
0: yeah, exactly. So
1: if he if he keeps that trend up with Smith coming back beside him, oh man, that's a hell of a do on the inside. And imagine if they had an edge rusher, but they have a good linebacker now instead. So. <laughs> By the way, I was going to take uh, Perkins as Defensive Player of the Year in the SEC until I saw what they did on Sunday with him. Anyways, let's get real pass rush talent, baby.
0: Um, wait, it, um, I just want to... LSU's other interior guy, Jordan Jefferson. Yeah. He's a West Virginia transfer. He's a solid run defender. Uh, Justin Rogers at Auburn, who transferred Kentucky. He's like a massive nose tackle. I've been waiting for Alabama's Tim Smith to break out. Maybe it happens this year. Um, that's everybody I got down here. Wanna get to the edges? Yeah. Uh,
1: clear top, top dog here, too.
0: Dallas Turner.
1: Dallas Turner. Yeah, uh, go ahead, please.
0: I don't, he, he wasn't as, like, he's my number two edge rusher in the class, but, like, I thought, I, I was, I thought... I was expecting a little bit more, and mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's a lot more traits-based yes. than he is, like, pro-ready, I think, which, six four two forty two super explosive, twitchy, plays with his hair on fire, but, uh, and he can win with, like, speed rush around the edge, he can generate speed of power, but, like, he's still, I think, developing a passer's plan, mm-hmm. and, like, his hands aren't amazing, um, I think he, he's, like, I mean, again, he's 242, so not surprising. But, like, he's lacking some play strength. Uh, you'll see him miss some tackles, too. But, like, he, he's more of an upside guy than yeah. he is a proven it's, talent. Like, I think yeah. I have some edges. Like, Latu at UCLA, who I've ranked behind him, I think is a, a, a much higher floor player right now.
1: Yeah, with without the injury history, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, I agree. Like, he, he, you know, the explosiveness, the just – the, the bendiness, the get-off, like, all of that's freaky. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, a little undersized, and like you said, shows up in the run. Um, you're right, it's traits. But it, it's not like he hasn't been productive, too, though, but, it, yeah, you're right. It's just putting it all together. Um, he's the star of the show now, obviously, in that, that edge group for Bama, so he's got a, hey, maybe great time this Saturday, right, against Texas to, to show up huge. Um, now, I assume the way you talk about him, not a first-round grade right now, right?
0: No, no, but like if I did a mock draft, I would be, have yeah,
1: that yeah, place. absolutely, yeah. I don't. Since this is like the the last of the conferences, I, there's a lot of potential in this edge group, but it, it feels very murky overall after first. Yeah, ju- yeah, it's
0: it's it's Jared verse, and then like six guys who could be really good,
1: who all could be first round picks, but all could also fall off. I, yeah, it's tough. Um, anyways, who's your who's your next guy?
0: princely up florida who mm-hmm. we talked about it on the last show a little bit um after week one
1: he's also in that mystery he, kind of group yeah
0: yeah he he i thought was the best combination of sec size athleticism and like there's more of a passers plan i thought was yeah than a lot of these other guys yeah like, he's not just traits based
1: He's throwing the ghost move? Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's got a ghost move. I <laughs> give him the ghost move. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. No, but like, yeah, like he's very explosive. He's 6'5, 255, long arms. He can generate speed to power. Um, you'll see him like he tries shit, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you don't get that necessarily, especially with like big athletic guys. They don't even. Try, yeah. to try to if use their it, hands, but he does.
1: Uh, yeah, I feel like I've never seen a Florida pass rusher do that before. <laughs> like, it just, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, I mean, sorry, that's um, so insulting to Grenard, your, your guy, but yeah. It's <laughs> <your> Kai <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Fuck, what a throwback. Yeah, I, I think Princely just, you're right, it's like the upside is, is very much there. He has the Traits, but it's also together. I don't know. He could definitely be a big riser. Like I don't, I don't count him out of being a potential first round pick, right? Do you? Do, do you see him that way? I don't know if I'm not there yet, but I don't count him out of that group.
0: No, I, I, I think he's more of like if everything hits, he goes like third round.
1: Okay, no, I think if everything hits, he can get in the late twenties stuff He's got the, he's got enough there, but I don't, um, I don't, I don't see him there. I think he's like a borderline top one hundred guy right now, but. Mm-hmm.
0: And then there's, like, Chris Braswell at Alabama who's just pure traits and potential freaksless guy but, like, hasn't put it together at Bama yet. I like Tyler Barron a little bit at Tennessee. I think J.J. Weaver at, at Kentucky. Kentucky's really mm-hmm. interesting, athletic, ex- uh, explosive bendy pass. rusher sort of plays really hard. I think he also has an extra finger so that gets a bump. Yes, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um. But I feel like there's somebody who's gonna come out. There just, definitely like, is. Up. There definitely is. Like beyond Dallas Turner,
1: there definitely is. There's someone hiding in in you know in the Georgia or Bama depth chart that's that's gonna pop off
0: for sure. Yeah. Um, linebacker. Linebackers, yeah. It's kind of pick your poison with the two Georgia. Guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: Um, Monin Junior, which is a. Fantastic game and Jamon Dumas Johnson, which is another fantastic. Both game. great names,
1: yeah. Um,
0: but th- they're funny because like one of them, Mon didn't super athletic, a little bit lean, 6'3", 225, super athletic, a lot lean, uh, yeah, and fluid. And then Dumas Johnson's like a old school Mike, 6'1", 245, good instincts, good take on skills, gonna hit you the mouth, but not quite as fluid.
1: It feels like everything we've kind of talked about with like what linebackers in the NFL are now, it, like. And you kinda of have the two opposites, it's come down to this at Georgia where they they perfectly <laughs> encapsulate that. Uh Mondo, though, yeah, with just the athleticism is pretty freaky. I think like pretty legit coverage shops he shows, you know. Mm-hmm. But but like I you all that and like sometimes he's under Like he's got length though, you know, and he's not six one two twenty, he's six three, two twenty. And I think that helps him to be a good tackler, right? But yeah, it's just, he is a
0: good tackler. So I
1: I think if 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 any of these guys are going to do it I think it's him, you know. I I, I yeah, like, I like him. him. I like him a lot.
0: And and I like to miss John. like I like Monden Jr. right now is like a a guy who I don't know, goes top 60. Mhm. Johnson will go later, but I think Dumas Johnson has a high floor. It's it's similar to Charles Tr- yeah. Barrett Carter, right?
1: Yeah. yeah totally. Is. Um
0: I, I I really just like watching Miss Johnson just be a future New England Patriot.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's how you play it, though. You just have one of each, right? And then let them.
0: Probably. I'd do whatever Kirby Smart is doing. On defense. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: probably accurate. Uh, who else uh, do you like? <laughs> I,
0: I have I just, one more guy I really want to talk about is Missouri's Tyron uh, Hopper, who transferred from Florida 6'2", 220. This man against Georgia was just doing absolutely everything. He's super rangy, super aggressive. Um, and he can take himself out of the play, and like he needs to be better reading his keys, and and they kind of blitz him a lot, which scares me about coverage potential, but really fun player.
1: I think the Missouri linebackers as a whole are underrated because they that was always have a couple dudes.
0: Not not last last night, Chris Collins were said Nick Bolton's like as good as Fred Warner. So you
1: sure? <laughs> I I love the Nick Bolton hype. It's it's a little out of control, but I love it because I love Nick Bolton. It's so.
0: fu- it's funny because like week eight last year, like Chiefs fans wanted him cut. So just...
1: <laughs> one play in the Super Bowl, baby. That's all it takes. Like at Malcolm Smith.
0: Love it. <laughs> Corners.
1: Yeah, um, another clear top dude um, is your highest ranked is Cooley McKinsey your highest ranked defensive prospect in this in this conference in the SEC yeah yes me too as your corner one coming out of the summer yes me too
0: any more questions
1: Uh yeah what well, do you like so much about him Rob
0: uh he is competitive as all hell. Mm-hmm. He is like Man, put on the Texas game from last year and we can see him do it again tomorrow. Um just like press man coverage. He is so feisty. He is he's also very patient with yes. his footwork. Yes. Uh but then like also like he's as a force player, he's taking on Bijan John Robinson one on one in the backfield. He's blitzing He's really fluid. Yeah. Uh, he like there's not a lot of holes to his game. I think the one thing I would point out is like his ball skills could use some work finding ball and phase. Uh, and I don't think he is as natural in zone coverage. Like his reaction time can be a little slow. Like his eyes can be a little slow. I think he's just like so much better playing nose to nose and pressing man.
1: Yeah, I, he's got that like game goes slow feel to him that I think a lot of great corners do. Um, not quite to like, not quite to that, like top 10 corner, like that, the, the Patrick Schertan feel, the, the sauce feel to me yet, but I think that's going to come probably. And I think that goes with, like you said, the patience and when you're like, you know, really well built with that length, I think it makes it easier. And like the fluidity, I think all the tools are there for him to be easily in the first corner taken. Um, I I think, I think I'll take the ball skills a little higher, but it's a, it's a good one to knock on if you're going to find a hole. Um, giving up some stuff like on comebacks I think that's somewhere where like you said very competitive and he's yeah. there but what's kind of struggling like I pointed to earlier Malik Neighbors was kind of doing it on him but Neighbors is pretty damn good at that um, but yeah like I think he's he's the best corner we've done which is we're done now um, it'd be hard for me to not see him be corner one
0: yeah no definitely agree um, after him I think there's a couple different guys uh, I ended up with to Camryon Richardson at Mississippi State.
1: Another guy with like good length to him.
0: Mississippi State seems to always have mm-hmm. that for some reason.
1: Long and under 200 pounds. I know last year it was under 170 pounds but there you go this time, yeah.
0: Actually, I, I, I slightly lied because there's one guy who I didn't know whether to call him a safety or a corner who I actually would have above him. Uh, but okay. we'll, we'll I'll, I'll talk Richardson first. Yeah. Um, yeah, Richardson, long zone corner, cover two, kind of press cover two guy. Really good tackler. Uh, against Alabama, he was just eating shit up. He's he's really heady player. Like he his route recognition, I thought was really good. Uh, fluid. His his feet are a little hit and miss, but super fluid. Um, I just feels like he's going to go day two and, and be a very good football player, like Martin Emerson. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exactly.
1: It's it's kind of crazy how much of a like a factory Mississippi State's been for I know course. quietly almost too.
0: Yeah, um, the the guy I wasn't sure where to put his Javon Bullard at Georgia.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: because th- he's kind of he's that nickels yeah, nickel safety ish. He's playing more nickel than anything. Just, the type of guy we love. He is like, he's such a physical tackler really good instincts, both in run and pass. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he had really good footwork. So I, just, I wasn't totally sure where to put him. I have, a, I have an early day three grade on him. Yeah. You know? I, th- I like Buller a lot
1: too. Yeah. I think, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know where to play, where, where to put him either. I, I don't know. Tough call.
0: I think, cause I saw people are putting him with corners, but then when I watch him, I was like, normally this is the type of guy I would call a safety mm-hmm. because if he wasn't playing nickel, he'd be playing safety. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
1: I, I, I lean that way, is with you.
0: Um, there's also I like Nehemiah Pritchett at Auburn, mm-hmm. yeah. Press man corner, super long, super lean, really fluid hips. Not the most, uh, not the most willing tackler though. Uh, Kamari Lasseter at Georgia, mm-hmm. he might be the next Georgia guy. He kind of had the similar thing in Keely Ringo, really sh- like struggles to throttle down and change directions mm-hmm. like his feet are a little bit slow but he's 6 foot 180 uh, yeah I, I thought looked really good in quarters um playing zone coverage yeah good tackler um Jason
1: Marshall like we've talked he's got the chops but didn't look great week one but like That Florida pedigree, yeah. On paper,
0: he's really good. Like he's, I thought, like super, super good long speed Mm -hmm. for a bigger corner. Really loose hips, good footwork, but yeah, like finding ball, tackling, the other things that matter. (laughs) Um, A guy I really like, who's just like suffers from being small, is Chris Abrams, uh, Drain at Missouri. Um, who's just going to be a really good nickel in the NFL I think just awesome footwork and a willing tackler and finds the football
1: yeah what's like, what's see what do they got me like 175 or 180 yeah. So
0: like, yeah and DJ James at Auburn who's 6'1 160 <laughs> if you want the leanest corner off zone guy um, your boy Josh DeBerry at Texas A&M that's my guy he's super fun I told you ne- feisty nickel uh, Tony Grimes, who went from North Te- or from North Carolina, Texas A&M. There's a freaking lot of them. There's also a ton of them are transfers. Yeah, and there's
1: a. <coughs> I feel like this is the deepest spot in this in the conference, right?
0: Yeah, like Zay Alexander transferred from Southern Des LSU LSU's number one corner right now. <laughs> That's crazy. Struggle against Florida State. Yeah. Um, safety group, I thought underwhelming. Pretty much, yeah. Like it's.
1: It's, like, Alabama, and that's kind of so,
0: it. Especially if Teggy Smith at Georgia mm-hmm. isn't healthy and he never seems to be. And yeah. We're all basing it off, like, three years ago at West Virginia. Uh, but, yeah, like, Malachi Moore's a, a good football player for Alabama, but, like, there's a re- – like, he is – to me, he's a day, day, safe day three type mm-hmm. Alabama DB. Um, there's a reason he wasn't playing as much once Brian Branch kind of proved yeah. himself. Yeah. Um, but a yeah, really smart football player. I just don't think he has like major athleticism and, um, can really s- struggle to mirror slot receivers. Uh, the other safety I kind of like was Missouri's Jalen Carries. I love all the Missouri guys. 6'3, 219. <laughs> just <laughs> but, big and physical. Yeah. Box safety.
1: I mean, who's what's not to love when you're that damn big, baby?
0: And your boy RJ Moten.
1: <laughs> Moten didn't look great. Um, yeah it's kind of not not a great not a great group but i think that this is like this is a spot where someone will emerge i think yeah you know there's there's
0: there's gonna be an alabama problem for georgia is malachi starks is a year away there's gonna be someone who emerges though yeah okay conference champ i'm going georgia over bama i'm going
1: Bama over georgia I think it's one of the two. It was, a, it was always Jalen <laughs> Milrow. Awesome. Uh, Office player of the year got to go with Brock. It's Bowers. Brock. Bowers. Yeah,
0: like Brock. Bowers could have his worst year of the three years, but he's got like enough built up that he'll win it anyway.
1: Would Milrow be your second choice?
0: It's a good question.
1: I think. I think for me,
0: no. I think. One of one of the one of Joe Milton or Jaden Daniels would win it. Yeah,
1: I think like just I don't know Daniels just didn't start hot enough, and I think Bam. Like if you Bama's look at be his numbers,
0: were good though. Yeah, like I know he didn't play very well, but like ultimately, like his numbers are good. That's true. Um, defense part of the year. I'm gonna I'm, I'm
1: gonna just I'm gonna buy Dallas Turner. I'll buy the Dallas Turner. Yeah, so. I
0: kind of copped it and just went Dallas Turner. Again, if, if
1: they didn't use Perkins like that, <laughs> I would have absolutely slam dunk taking him.
0: Well, um, we're just doing a prospect, so Perkins... Perkins.
1: Oh, come on, we're picking... If
0: Perkins it. is playing for Alabama, this year he'd have 20 sacks. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was heinous. Alright, final town of the week, any guesses? Starkville. No. Fuck. I think I've done it.
1: Okay, I, I'm gonna uh, give me another guess. I'm going to go with Columbia because I got two shots of that one. Say that again. I'm going with Columbia as a second guess because I get two chances with that one. AJ? Yeah.
0: That is correct.
1: Yeah. Which one, though? I don't know which one. Missouri. Missouri. Yep. That is correct. You wouldn't pick South Carolina.
0: No. Because everyone already knows how great it is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And... Missouri, you know what? I hate that Missouri's in the SEC. I'm so Me happy too. Kansas is thriving without them. I think Eli with sucks, uh, but great town. Uh, 126,853 is the population. I knew that one. I know you did. Uh, home to the Missouri Tigers, who play at Ferret Field at Memorial Stadium, which opened in 1926 with a capacity of 62,621, and it's named for its longtime coach, Don Ferret. For it, I don't know. He coached in the '40s. Notable alumni was like shocking.
1: Can I say something quickly? I still, I still don't know how Mizzou finesse their way into the SEC. Like that feels like such a, such a funny choice. <laughs> I'll,
0: tell you, I'll tell you in a second. Okay,
1: great, thank you.
0: Notable alumni: Cheryl Crow, <laughs> John sense. Hamm, Brad Pitt.
1: Okay, they got the start. But that's how they got in the SEC. There you go.
0: Tennessee Williams, who I've always assumed went to Tennessee, I guess not. (laughs) Max Scherzer. Lloyd Carr. And the man who delivered Missouri to the SEC, Chase Daniel. There you go. (laughs) Also, like, nobody's from Columbia, which was, like, weird because Missouri's got so many alum... like, Joe Ham, Brad Pitt. The notable people from Columbia, like, I ch- I tried my best. All I could come up with was Carl Edwards, the NASCAR driver, and Sam and Bud Walton of the Walton Walmart family. And That's that what it. it's because it, the Waltons are in far, that town. It was by far the shortest Wikipedia I've seen. Weird. For, uh, yeah. And Columbia's you know, a bigger city
1: than I thought too.
0: Yeah, and you know Wikipedia is always trying to like claim <laughs> extra people from towns. <laughs>
1: they, they, they spent half a semester in Mizzou. Yeah, <laughs> they're from uh, Columbia.
0: Things to do in Columbia is a good list. Selfie love, which appeared to just be an Instagram thing. And I was thinking to myself, like, why if you're in like, why are you going to Columbia (laughs) to get like Instagram pictures at like a business while in Rome? You know, Uh, there's lots of cemeteries, including (laughs) the Columbia cemetery,
1: but no famous people in them. So
0: the Missouri contemporary ballet. And I just thought to myself, is like ballet big in Missouri. I like don't know what's, what's going on in Missouri. I don't have a lot of built-in Missouri knowledge,
1: and it, like I, I don't know what's going on between St. Louis and uh, Kansas City. I have no clue.
0: Point. Steinberg Playground, which appeared to be a bunch of tires. <laughs> Tiger bounce. Peggy Jean's pies. Mm. Going bonkers. And finally, Goat Yoga of Missouri.
1: Nice. That's what's going the, on between St. Louis the, and KC.
0: The picture was someone doing yoga with a goat standing on them.
1: you never done, you never done goat yoga before?
0: Nah, sorry.
1: I think we got one local, actually. Google it. Uh,
0: the SEC don't mean shit until Kansas is in and hmm. the border war comes back.